It's Survivor's Friendly Fire Show, episode 213, for the end of September 2022. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Steve Wright. It's like I forgot how to do this after 212. Uh, and you are Ben Salter, my co-host and friend. Hello, Ben. Welcome to another week. <laughs> You've only been doing this for nearly 10 years, but uh, you finally nailed it. Well, I'm sure I'll get good uh, one of these years that's in right. due time. It's probably not going to be today, um, but that's fine. Anyway, uh, what do you want to do? Internet update? Not internet update? Just want to no, like... I'll, how about this? I'll let you know once I've got that file up. <laughs> I don't have it yet, but I, I shouldn't have had it yet, so it's fine. It's still on track. Well, good. Oops, there we go. Um, I have a, a Death Stranding update if you want it. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what? Of all the things I thought you might say that's not on the run sheet, it's not that. But anyway, carry on. Uh, still bad is is the that's it still bad um played it on pc with game pass to try to see if achievements somehow made it any better and uh like i was saying gets a little bit better when you have actual other people to play around with and put bridges up and and interact with but um it he waffles all like i i thought i was kind of enjoying it a little bit and then like it took a turn and i'm like ah that's i remember this and then I remember what's going to happen in 20 minutes from now. And it just, like, as I got closer and closer to the end of the story, like, just my enjoyment just started plummeting to the ground. So, um... I don't know why you did it to yourself. You knew what was going to happen. Just Same to thing. see if I was uh, based, like everyone on Twitter seems to say, because they don't know how to spell properly. But I am, uh, in fact, not based. I'm <laughs> just uh, someone who likes actual games. Yes. Uh, and to that extent, I guess, at the same time I gave The Last of Us a 6.5 out of 10, I also dropped our score for Halo Infinite down to a 7, because what the hell has Microsoft done to Halo mm. Infinite? A generous 7, I'd say. It's a, this game's a disaster. Like, I... I mean, let's not forget that it missed launch, and it was, it was the big launch game that Microsoft was planning its grand console comeback with. And then they kind of just had to accept that it's not going to be there. They gave it a whole nother year. And then it's it's missing key features. And so there's a lot of stuff which has changed in Halo Infinite. And we'll get to probably the bigger one in a second. Yeah. But I think the fact that we're we're so far down the line and we still don't have online co-op, very disappointing. But then couch co-op is cancelled entirely. Like it's a huge part of Halo for a lot of people. And I get a lot of people won't play that. And there were loads of jokes saying, I haven't played couch co-op since like 2003. And good on you, but like I feel like, yes, it did die, and a lot of games don't bother with that anymore. But Halo was one of the ones that still did. And yeah. you and I played some Halo 3 in Master Chief Collection last time I was in Melbourne, I think. Like, it's yeah. it's a good game just to pick up and play a, a chapter here or there, or play through the whole thing in a night, whatever you want to do. And it's an um, entirely different experience than you and I sitting where we are right now in our respective homes with, like, a headset on. Like, it's not yeah. the same. It's... It's, it's it's like a LAN. Sometimes it's just fun to go and have a LAN or a couch co-op experience. It's a thing which doesn't really happen anymore and that Halo has the perfect gameplay for and still nails. And it, it yeah, it's a bit nostalgic, but it's like it delivers on it and it nails it. And it's it's part of what Halo is. And I kind of feel like 343 has not really under... Even though they've had this franchise for 10 years now, this kind of tells me that they don't really fully get it. Yeah. Uh, and they've maybe they've tried to modernize it too much and that's... That's what's hurting it. Like it's having some of those um, links back to the past and what made it great in the early days and even through to Halo 3 and Reach are probably my favorite two co-op games. Uh, it's, 
yeah, it's a bit dated and it's not something that's common anymore, but it's a huge part of what makes Halo Halo. So very disappointing. Uh, we'll still probably try it online co-op, but it's not going to be the same. And it seems now that they, they didn't design this game with co-op in mind from the beginning like they should have, even though the levels kind of feel like they were designed for co-op. Like there's multiple paths you can take to get into things. Think about like moving around those bigger areas and planning with other people on how you're going to attack something. But it seems like they didn't plan for that. Um, and again, very disappointing. Like it's like co-op's a big part of Halo and should have been there from the very beginning. Well, and the disappointing part of, of couch co-op being canceled is that couch co-op works in the game right now. There's a glitch going on where you can like fully have couch co-op happening on any Xbox console. The glitch means you have to log in with like a second gamer tag and you can't do that on PC. So like you can't, you can't do it on PC, but you can on Xbox. Um, works pretty well on Series S and X from what mm. I've seen. Better on X, of course. But I think the real thing that's cancelled couch co-op is that if you try running like four players on an Xbox One, you can, but like the hardware just can't deal with it. Um, so I feel like, and this is pure speculation, but I feel like this feature's been cancelled because they couldn't get it to work on Xbox One with any degree of goodness. So like it's out for everybody. So, just, but that's yeah. still horrible planning. Like, come on. And uh, don't promise it if you can't deliver. Maybe even that is the lesson here. But it was, and it's been cancelled. We'll talk about that a little more in terms of updating last-gen versus current-gen only games uh, later in this episode. So that's very pertinent here. Mm. But even if they said this feature is only going to come to... You can play online on any platform, but you can only play Couch Co-op on current-gen. Or even if it was you can play you know, four-player Co-op online, but only two players... Uh, couch co-op and they can play with other people online like that's the thing that was done previous generations that would be that would still be a little disappointing but it'd be fine like yeah. i still feel like a lot of people would, would take playing at couch co-op with one person even if they couldn't do the full four you're still giving us something so and sometimes seems, you need like yeah. little incentives like that to like come on j join join the future here like get 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 the good one let's go like it's it's been a while um yeah anyway yeah, that sucks. Uh, that's probably the, the worst part for us. But for most people, it's going to be the fact that Multiplayer Season 3 has been delayed until, I think, March 2023, uh, which is a huge delay. It's like over six months late from when they said it was going to happen. Um, and I don't know if you played recently. You probably played more recently than I have. But even a few months ago when I last played uh, Halo Infinite Multiplayer, it felt pretty dead. Like, it felt like it didn't feel anything like it did in its first few weeks. It felt like it was dropping off way too soon. Yeah. And I think we said at the time, we probably said many episodes ago, probably when we were in the 190s still, we hadn't cracked the 200. Uh, this game, it just needs something new. It needs new maps, it needs new modes. Like, it just needs a, a quick refresh. It needs something. And it just never came, and they've continued to delay it. So I don't understand why they've gone for live service and free-to-play. The two things that type of game needs is constant content and a thriving player base and they seem to not know how to capture either of those things well and like what was it like there's things that are really plaguing the multiplayer experience like in like hit boxes and like lag and server response so like that like the easiest way to describe that is you're behind a corner and you get shot and killed and you're like well i was definitely behind that corner by then um yeah and like there was not a point fiber that would happen so well <laughs> In Australia, it's still it's still probably will, depending on the server you're playing on. Anyway, um, 
there was a point there where three for three was like, oh yeah, we're we're kind of not really prioritizing that right now. It's like, no, that that is the one thing that you have to prioritize, and everything else. Like hire more people. Like this is your flagship, and you are just like sinking it. You're you're actively like pushing it further into. You're like hitting it against an iceberg repeatedly. What are you doing? Um, yeah. And like I, I will not play Destiny for a while and then jump in and and practically be overwhelmed because there's just so much new things and paths and quests and things to do and like it's one I don't like that to a certain extent because it's like yeah, overload. But yeah, but you jump into Halo Infinite, it's like oh, it's it's exactly the same as like November twenty twenty one. So. I guess I've caught up. I could go do something else. And even if you are happy with that and you want to just keep playing as it is and you don't mind the issues that it has and the hitbox problems, uh, people drop away too quickly. So you mm. go from jumping into a game straight away to what's already happening. It takes forever or you just can't find a game in certain modes. Like it's, It needs, it, especially the free-to-play multiplayer game, you need to keep people coming back quickly. And or you're matched with like the same people who are way too good for you, or yeah. are not fun to play against because you're steamrolling them. Like, yeah, smaller player yeah. base. Yeah, and I think they've so, already had to. I think they changed it so there was something wrong at launch where like you were the ping was really oh, bad because yeah, yeah. you were matching really quickly, but you were matching like really horribly like geographically based. So like Australians, yeah. as always, got the raw end of that deal. Um, yeah. A lower player base does generally just means more pain points for a player. Yes. So what do we think briefly they should do from here in terms of the future of Halo? I think I'll run you through four quick scenarios. Give me a quick take on each one. All right. They stick with Infinite and try to fix it. Do a Master Chief Collection, revive it from here, and hopefully get a thriving player base back. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think what I would do... And I think what they were planning to do with this is tap into the infinite nature of Halo Infinite. And that means you need content and not just mm. multiplayer season three. Like we need more single player story. Because I think I, I, I settled on a seven because I really do like the single player campaign. I wish it was co-op in easier ways. But like the, the campaign is solid. Multiplayer is fun to an extent until you hit that wall, which I think you're going to hit pretty quickly. If this needs to succeed, there needs to be new content on both of those streams. And I don't think Forge counts for most players. I know that there's like a dedicated Forge loving base, but like I want a new, like I want a snow section on the ring or like something on the Halo. Like I want to find out what happened to blue team. I want to like, I just want more story because generally I like the halo story and I like the way that the campaign modes, uh, missions were set up. I thought they were, they're quite solid. Like I just like, what is three, four, three doing if they're not developing that stream and preparing for this infinite season of season two multiplayer that never seems to switch over to season three like what i don't know what they're doing they're developing modes that get canceled like surely they're not spending all of their time on that fixing bugs i don't know i think i think that's why what you just said is why they can't just keep going to infinite they need to give up on the infinite part because they've already canceled co-op like co-op is dead 
pointless adding more campaign content here. It's a wasted on this game. You need to now give us a game that can support couch co-op. Or bring it back and say, sorry, Xbox One, not going to happen. Like, we, yeah, I know we, we, we've been saying all this fancy stuff and smart delivery, blah, blah, blah. But, like, draw the line in the sand if you have to. Like, you're pissing more people off than, than pleasing That's anyone. Fun. Uh, option two that they could go being 343, should they just go to a proper Halo 6, pretend this didn't happen? They haven't called it Halo 5, so they've left themselves that opportunity to then... A lot of games do this when they go with the untitled spin-off. Whatever doesn't do so well, I guarantee you Mass Effect is going to ignore Andromeda and say Mass Effect 4. Like, it's, it's a common tactic when something goes a bit wrong. They've got <laughs> the chance to do it if they went back to something a little more... Um, a campaign that was, one, properly co-op, and two, maybe a little more linear, the way that Halo games previously have been. Not that I didn't, I really liked the Infinite campaign, but if if that is part of the reason why co-op's not working and it's part of the reason why it's taking so long, maybe they need to go back to what they can actually achieve. Well, I understand what you're saying, but don't forget this is 343 Industries, and don't forget the last game that they put out was Halo 5 Guardians, which was a mm. steaming hot pile of garbage. So... Do you like they've already kind of burned that bridge and I think they went with infinite to try to get away from Halo 5 so there are problems there okay so that's definitely no which then <laughs> brings us to our third option do they try another developer so 343 was custom made to take over Halo from Bungie they've now had it for about the same amount of time they've had it for 10 years um but they've never really had a hit like they messed up the Master Chief collection and they finally made it good but that was just a collection of old games essentially and they somehow stuffed it up horribly and they finally got a good product but it took seven years uh four five and infinite have all been underwhelming i would say to different levels of degree um i liked four but yeah yeah it, it wasn't bungee tier level oh, no, no. and that's kind of what they were expected to be delivering and, and maybe people kind of thought okay four fighting their feet and then five was way worse and then infinite seemed quite promising but they've totally stuffed it now and they've just it's it's not what a hello game should be do they try someone else remembering that well microsoft is going to have so many developers soon so like imagine like a treyarch you have your crack at what a halo game should be like you get a totally different feel and you'd get that refresh from a new developer yeah like i i don't i think there's merit to that but also like i don't know like it's a, a developer in name is only in name that's that's not what i wanted to say a developer you know what i mean god as an example of me trying to articulate what the heck I was trying to say, like rare isn't rare anymore. Like rare is not the rare that you remember from GoldenEye. Uh, 343 isn't even like the 343 that you remember from Halo 4, like half the people have left. Infinity Ward is not Infinity Ward because that's Respawn, but even Respawn's like changed. So like... But you lose the baggage at least. Like 343, yeah, it's 343 in name only. But they still have a certain way of working, which clearly isn't really working for Halo. Mm. And they have expectations, and they the next Halo that follows up, people will say, well, 5 wasn't good. Infinite, you totally stuffed up. You're going to stuff up the next one. At least they get away from that. And if someone new comes in, yeah, if a Treyarch comes in now, they're not the same one that made like World at War 15 years ago. But they still have some pretty quality people there. That's just a random developer I picked. It could be anyone in Microsoft Suite, or they could even outsource it. Yeah, uh, it just gives you that it's it's a fresh start, and it doesn't have to be forever. It could be one game. Well, yeah, like like, and I like I do see the merit in that, but I guess uh, what I'm thinking at this point is, and I don't think, I don't even know. 
I like Phil. I think Phil does a lot of good things. I think Matt Booty seems pretty sound, but like maybe this it's you got to figure out where the failure is happening. Like is it at Phil Spencer level? Is it at Matt Booty level? Is it at like the heads of 343? Is it at like the the design lead or the art lead or like I and I don't I don't have the answer. I'm not smart enough to tell you what that is, but like I don't know if necessarily a developer change like a studio change is going to matter because it might be someone that one level higher being like oh like i'm just like i don't know if this happened with halo 5 but like make it more like call of duty with a stupid revived system and all that garbage like maybe 343 came up with that themselves or maybe they had a directive from somewhere higher up saying like we've seen metrics on these games doing well so make it more like that Could be. so i don't i don't know like i'm i'm, I'm Putting up more problems than solving no, problems. I, and but... I think you've found the main problem of they don't know, we don't know, nobody knows what to do now with Halo. Like it's it's Microsoft flagship series and it's not in a good way and there's not a clear way out of this. Like the best game that you can currently play in this series is the Master Chief Collection because it's a bunch of the old good games. And that's where I would recommend people to go. So it's that's problematic. I don't think they know what to do. I think they'll probably go with option one and try to, improve infinite because it's the easiest and the quickest and they can do it right now but i think it will be it's yeah as you say the the strongest part of infinite is its campaign it's a little bit different i already liked it but the fact that they can't easily add co-op to it is a problem and it means i think they're wasting their time adding any significant new content there because it's it's fundamentally wrong from the start well so, yeah like you cut your losses like i, I think yeah. there's a lot that, that there's a lot that's been reported on already on this game and like being rushed out even like rushed out even though it was delayed a year from when it was supposed to come out but like it seems like it's it was half baked they wanted to do all this stuff and they didn't have enough time to do it so they scaled down and cut this and snipped this and like if they gave it a, a couple extra years they wouldn't have to worry about the Xbox One release which would have like you know freed up more processing power to probably do couch co-op like it's just like there's so many points of failure sadly on this looking at it now like i don't know if you can fix it you probably just have to go like uh halo infinite plus one is is the next game like schoolyard counting or i don't know hey i guess hate halo six or just keep giving them stupid names halo harbinger or i don't know i'm gonna copyright that i don't think i can copyright that i don't think i have the capacity um yes well we don't have any answers i don't think microsoft does either and that's the problem and essentially, so Xbox has turned themselves around from the very beginning of the, the Xbox One generation going horribly wrong to now. Like, they're a totally different company um, in how they market themselves, what they're doing, their products. Um, but then their flagship title, which was great, like the whole two generations before that, is in its worst state ever. Like, it's, it's interesting that now that they've kind of let that one go by the wayside because they've got so much, they had to fix so much else. And the thing which was probably still working at that point in like 2012 when... Uh, the Xbox One was being planned and about to be released is the thing which is now just not worked out at all. So yeah, they've, they've well, saved their console. Maybe they can save their flagship series. And the mind-bending thing here is that like the core of Infinite is pretty good. Like The campaign is great. Mm. It'd be nice if you could do it in proper co-op. It was promised that got cancelled. Okay, like that's, that's there in the problems there. Nothing new has come out in single player since it's been released. Multiplayer 
is also stagnant. Like, it's just, there's these problems, and not only has, like, just, like, there's no new content, but, like, the problems haven't been fixed. And then, like, more problems have arisen. Like, how is this happening? It's been a year, almost a year, since the game came out. Like, like even Aven- even Avengers got better. Like, how, how have you dropped the ball? Like, how are you not just throwing buckets of money at this problem to try to fix it like surely surely something more could have been done yeah it's a strange one uh nothing we can solve today so let's move it along to microsoft confirming uh that call of duty will remain on playstation as if we didn't already know that uh phil spencer pretty much clarified comments he made when the activision blizzard merger was first announced he was a bit vague then um he's now come out and said pretty definitively even beyond the current contracted Date that PlayStation has COD for, which I think is three or four years, uh, four more years as the marketing deal. Yep. It will still come to PlayStation a, a few years at least beyond that. And I can see why he hasn't said any further beyond that because now we're talking about a decade and who knows what's going to happen then. So yep. I think that's a fair amount of time. Uh, only came up because UK regulators have been asking some questions and they it was a little strange. Like it is their job, but they were really prying into this exclusivity thing as if exclusive games haven't been a thing for the whole time games have been around. Um, but at least out of that, we, we got some clarification. They're going to do, I think, what they did with Minecraft, support it on as many platforms as possible because it's just such a juggernaut that that's the best way for them. Yeah. Well, they make a whole bunch of money out of it too. Like, if, yeah. if you say this is only going to be on Xbox Game Pass, the, you know, there will be some people that go, okay, I need to buy an Xbox, I guess. Or there'll just be some people who are like, eh. Oh. Easier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, if Sony's not trying to like revive like kill zone or something in response to call of duty potentially in a decade even going away i would be i would be very surprised so like sony's working on well sony's also trying to like use these weird exclusivity claims even though like they've signed deals to have exclusive games and it's okay when it works for sony but it's bad when it's not in sony's favor and those like weird brazil filings but like Sony's also going to be trying to find a thing, or Sony's going to be pivoting and, like, Bungie, make us a Call of Duty kind of shooter. Like, if we can't have it, we'll fill the void. Um, Which is, like, it's competition, and that's, like, that's kind of the good thing. Like, competition begets success and improvements and trying to claw your way to the top, and, like, it's healthy. That's why there are anti- uh, Monopoly but I, I think uh, Xbox really want to have Destiny as well I mean so it's not a Call of Duty level seller but it's a pretty big game and so that's a pretty easy one to be like well we'll keep uh, Destiny on Xbox as long as we keep Call of Duty on PlayStation handshake agreement we will make a bunch of money like there's not really a reason for them to stop doing this I think all Xbox will change is the last few years the like map packs and stuff have come to PlayStation about a month early I think they'll either end that entirely or they will switch that around and the maps come to Xbox first and PC first, basically everything but PlayStation. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if just to make sure they don't piss off any regulators, they just ended that. Just all yeah. maps content comes to everything day one, which would be better. That would be my preferred option. Well, and like, I think they'll do that because there's that added bonus of if you're a Game Pass subscriber, like you're not paying for the well, you are paying for the game as part of your subscription. You know what I mean. But you're not outputting that extra hundred dollars to get the game, and then you're just getting the maps alongside everybody else. And that you know, like crossplay, cross progression, like player counts are good. Like it, it benefits every single person, and helps Sony's bottom line and helps Microsoft's bottom line. 
Like it's it's a yeah. no brainer. So and like it's it's too big of a it's too big of a platform. It's like it's Minecraft hasn't been pulled from Switch and from from PS4 because no, it's too big of a they? yeah. Which also is a is kind of a great example of they haven't done this. Like they've they've had a similar situation in buying Minecraft and they actually put it on more platforms than it was on originally. It's like yeah. a 3DS version of Minecraft now. Uh, so I think they've they've proven that for such big franchises, it's actually in their benefit not to. Um, rip it off one platform, especially their main competitor, because especially with a game which is cross-platform, and that's why it's so big. Like it's you get a game in COD like that because you've got so many players. Uh, if you want to know what those icons mean, just Google it on Survivor. There is a article explaining it because I didn't understand for so long. Uh, and then you wrote it just for, just to clarify. Yeah, good job. I did write it because once I figured it out, genius moment. That was ages ago. That was like Modern Warfare. Matt, it one, still does pretty well, two. dude. Don't don't yeah. you? Yeah, that's right. Be mistaken. No one, no one understands that. Uh, anyway, great solution. I think the people getting worked up about this, uh, once again, there's like this weird resurgence of the console wars, mainly on Twitter, but also on like forums and stuff. And they're the people who care. Xbox and PlayStation are pretty happy just to make money and to have, if that means being on more platforms, that's the way to do it. Um, so that's sorted. The only other thing we already learned is that old games such as COD, Diablo, the original Overwatch, because Overwatch 2 is free to play, those cyber games will come to Game Pass. That is their plan. Except for campaign. Kind of right and kind of wrong. Because Overwatch will be completely replaced by Overwatch 2, so it will not be available. Okay. But yes. All the yes. old all the old catalog apart from Overwatch. That that is a correct statement. Yes. So that's I think we guessed that would happen, but I suppose good to have confirmation. Uh, they didn't mention any other franchises like your Tony Hawk type of things. I imagine like the more recent games there will. Um, Activision actually has heaps of licensed games in the catalog. You could get a Spider-Man game being that they did heaps of them. Oh, they um, were really good. I, those Treyarch ones. Um, I'm gonna and Beanox, they were really good. Shattered Memories or whatever. Anyway. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to suggest most of those won't because of licensing issues, but maybe, you never know. And I do think there's maybe a chance, a slim chance, even though Xbox has said we're done with back and pat new games, um, if they end up with a bunch they stopped it for two reasons. One, there's some technical issues with the few games and uh, licensing issues. Yeah. Once they get all these licenses for a bunch of Activision games, so not the third-party license games, but your Tony Hawks and your that type of stuff, they should probably, a lot of those might become back and pat. Um, they did heaps of like, they did, they pumped out a lot of games in like the mid to late 2000s Activision. Yeah. They published heaps of stuff. So Oh, there's a ton of like really, that. really good Star Trek games that Activision published. But like, I think, I think that'll be a licensing thing again that like like spider-man um but like you but never, never know like maybe they can arrange it and you know if active if microsoft's going to drop all this money on activision they're probably prepared to drop more money to try to re-secure or re-sign or however that works i'm not super versed Would on legality sense. yeah and you never you, know, you know like fingers you, crossed you know how you could play all these games in the future is by sharing a game pass ultimate subscription through the family no it's called friends and family uh, Game Pass subscription, which has only been announced for Ireland or revealed somehow through marketing for Ireland. Ireland and Colombia were the test beds, and I think okay. they're now like officially out of beta, and it's legit. They're getting it. Yeah. So it, it costs about thirty-three Australian dollars a month, but maybe I can see that that being bumped to maybe closer to forty. But that's still a good deal for you, plus for other people to share your Game Pass subscription. Uh, that's not that exciting. You're probably wondering why are you chatting about this. 
because this is actually a hugely different way to do a subscription service in that they've one called it friends and family it's not just your household uh, and they're pretty much they're pretty actively saying you get four other people and sign up together and get a much cheaper rate and we don't as long as they're in the same country as you and we uh, I know that's kind of annoying for your situation but in in the whole um, I can see why they've done that because otherwise people will do what a lot of people do with Spotify and they just go to the Indian subscription through a VPN and you get a super dirt cheap price and that has a lot of dodgy people telling that type of thing. Yep. So I can see why they've had to put a lock around it somewhere. Country is very generous. So you and your mates can actually get together. You can collaborate. You can get cheaper subscription and that's totally fine. Whereas Netflix is actively trying to stop you. Like they're investing millions to stop that happening and it seems yep. to be a losing battle. Well, yeah, like, yeah, Netflix used to be all about password sharing, and now it's cracking down so hard because it's losing subscribers. And I'm sure if, yeah, yeah. so like, it's, it's insane to think that you and Adelaide and me and Melbourne, when our current Game Pass Ultimate subscriptions end in like 2027, the way that we've stockpiled, like we, we could, you know, save a bit of cash, especially if we yeah, grabbed Gaetano and two other people and just, you know, pooled in I, five yeah. people. So I think the, the bigger story is if Xbox does this and it gets enough people signing up to that, it's much harder for someone like Netflix or Amazon or whatever to stop that because what's their reason for it then? Yeah. Like if someone as big as Microsoft is saying, you know what, we understand that. And I think the main thing is like with Netflix, if you buy the four user ultra HD account, why can't I have four people using that? I'm What I'm paying extra for, yeah, the slightly higher resolution, but also to have four users. Therefore, yeah. I should be able to pick my four users and they're like, no, you can't do that. Uh, it's just like, that's what you're telling me. I think Xbox is kind of going with a, let's just, I mean, they're trialing it. So they haven't committed to this, but they, it seems much more legitimate. Um, and I think it will put pressure on those other services, which is great for everyone. And I know like we're in it, like we're in very specific use cases here, Ben, but um, it's like, I could, I, like I'm seeing extra value depending on how you use Xbox. So I have a Game Pass subscription and the home Xbox is downstairs and my husband uses it and he gets to do this and that and the other, but he doesn't get like Xbox Game Pass perks and he was playing like multiverses or something and you could get like three character skins as a perk and he went to try to get it and it's like, oh, well, you don't have Game Pass. Too bad for you because it's my Game Pass and he just gets to use it when he where he mm. plays. But like, and your, your fiancé is a great example. There's four of us. Like, that's almost like the cost of one person's Game Pass. If the four of us pooled together and we could extend it to the four of us on any console that we ever touch, like, that almost is the same cost as us just paying for it individually ourselves. So, and you get a fifth person and, like, like it's, it's... So, like, I know that's very specific, but there's benefits even just to thinking like that. And it's not like you're doing a dodgy. You're using the service as it's been intended. Like I have a Spotify family plan and like we gave it to Matt's parents and like, it's kind of one of those like Netflix style loopholes where like, we're not at the same address. So we technically shouldn't, but they haven't like tightened the loophole yet and we're still okay to do it. But like, no, because it's like a little dot point, like maybe they'll change their mind and that gets taken away from us. And it's just like, that's not very consumer friendly. So I like that. Yeah. This is kind of just being like, yeah, lean into it. Five people, figure it out. Like, as long as you're in the same country, go for your life. But, like, I am also paying. It's, like, the best Christmas and birthday present ever for my nephew to give him Game Pass Ultimate. Because then he just has games. And he's like, oh, I want to play NBA. I'm like, well, it's on there. I want to play NHL. That's on there. I want to play 
snowboard game. Well, there's one there too. Like, cool. Best. I'm the best uncle ever. And like, I took a Series S home when I went back in December and I left it with my dad. I'm like, oh, I'll give you Game Pass. And he's like, oh, I've, I've actually like played a couple things. So now I'm paying for Game Pass for my dad and for my nephew. At least I can roll that into one and then like maybe hit up my cousins or something and be like, do you have an Xbox? You might as well get in on, get in on this and we'll all save some money. Um, it's just nice. Like it's, it's, it's very in the vein of smart delivery and all these things that is just like, you can do something and it's not going to like, you don't have to like try to go to Osborg every five seconds to try to like game the system. Like we're trying to make it easy for you. And I think there's something to be said in that. I, I agree. I think it's because people game the system and they see it's such a losing battle. Like Spotify can't stop you sharing because you use Spotify on the train and going to work and all that stuff. And like, how can they say you're out of the house? Most people are when they use Spotify. Um, so they don't really know what to do, but they, they want you to stop. I think Microsoft is just seeing this is too hard to really police. So why don't we just be the good guy and say you can do it? Yeah. And that puts pressure on the others. And it also, in a gaming sense, PlayStation, they already offer better, better deals through PlayStation Plus than Xbox does. They offer the annual subscription, which gives you a massive discount. Uh, there's nothing like that for Game Pass yet. But if they offer this family plan, which is kind of their cheaper option, PlayStation will respond. And they will give you a better deal option as well, potentially for a family pass, hmm. um, which again is only good news. So putting those two competing with things like that and what's going to be our subscription model is great news for whichever one you have because they both try to be better. And yep. that's only good. Well, and it's, yeah, it's nice. Like um, Netflix is, is running into that same kind of Spotify problem when they're trying to like crack down. Because if, you, if you're traveling, which is happening again now that we're Sometimes. kind of out of what's going on like if you if you're in a hotel in the US you don't want to have to like go through 15 hoops to watch Netflix because you subscribe to Netflix um, and people are like I don't think it's happening in the US but like wherever they're doing the little trials like it's you have to prove that you're you and that you're just like not in the same place that you're normally at um, which is just gross it's like when you go to like I went to Woolies and they have like three cameras at those self-checkouts now and the camera didn't think I put like scanned and put something in the bag so then I had to have like the attendant come over and like check the bag and make sure I wasn't being dodgy and I hadn't been but like you just feel one you feel like guilty just by proxy and like two you're also annoyed that like I'm doing the right thing why are you why are you doing this to me like it's not a good experience that's shit terrible terrible uh, especially Netflix, like I barely use it anymore. I've actually downgraded to the HD plan on the basis that why am I paying for 4K things that I never watch? Uh, and I, if they tried to, if they did anything like that. If I ever get an alert saying why are you in a different place, are you password sharing, which I do, uh, of course I do. I pay for my two users now instead of four, so I'm going to give it to one other person. That's what I pay for. Um, I'll just cancel. Like they, their content is not good enough for me to deal with. I don't. I'm already close to canceling. Don't push me, Netflix. We generally <laughs> have every already. streaming service, but every streaming service we has has a profile called Moochers because that's for Matt's parents. Because Matt's parents mm-hmm. helped us buy this house. They were very nice. So if I can give them like a streaming service so they can watch KO or something, by all means. But the husband that's made it be Moochers because he thought that was funny. But um, that is fair. Well, uh, yeah. everybody does it. Like, come on. You're lying if you don't have a password sharing streaming option with at least one other person. Oh, of course you should do that. Absolutely. If you're going to someone for like Netflix India to share with four random people you never heard of on Ozbark, then that's next level. But I think most people just share it with people they know. Um, 
one last thing for this week is to loop back to what we we're discussing at some point early in the show. Cyberpunk's first expansion called Phantom Liberty is going to be current-gen exclusive. Um, what do we think about that being that this is a cross-gen game which is now releasing content only on some of its platforms. Actually, it came to current-gen consoles later than, than last-gen consoles. So if you bought Cyberpunk, you were just playing on PS4 and Xbox One because you didn't have a new console, didn't bother to upgrade, maybe you haven't got around to it yet. Maybe you can't buy a PlayStation because they cost 800 bucks now. Um, maybe you loved it, but now you can't play the expansion. It's two years on, and if it's something that's limiting new stuff, like this goes back to the infinite discussion, like, oh yeah. no, that's horrible, but also like, oh no, that's horrible. Um, I didn't do very good in inflection. That sounded like the same yeah. statement, but you know what I mean. Like, oh no, that's horrible. Yeah. Like, just get a new console. It's it's been two years. If you can, I also it's hard to get them. I, like oh, I'm torn. I don't know. Yeah, I think ordinarily, so it has been two years, and I think that would be. I mean, the next question is where's the line where you could draw it, and I think two years is pretty fair, uh, especially since you can carry your save over and stuff. I think I think that's true. I Maybe think so. You can't. On Hope Xbox, you can. you can. No, can That'd you? Be, if you can't move between generations with the save, I changed my answer. If you you need if you're going to have an expansion on one only, you need to be able to move your thing. Anyway. Um, this cross-gen has been going forever and it's continuing into next year. Like, I kind of feel like maybe they're extending it now. But as you say, like, there were, there seems to be issues with Halo Infinite not really working on Xbox One and that's still, that's causing issues. Even though they keep saying, oh, it all just scales and it's all relative and last-gen consoles don't create issues, we can make it all work. It doesn't seem to be the case or we'd have co-op in Halo Infinite. Oh, oh man, even just go look um, at, like, the video that I had where I, like, played the beta test of Infinite on an Xbox One at launch, like, a launch one, a Series S and a Series X. Like, you can tell, like, it just looks kind of garbage, to be honest. Like, getting something working just for the sake of it, not great. Yeah. So I think that's fair. If, if it's to do with that, and Cyberpunk is a game that had issues just being able to run for a long time, so... So much want... so it was pulled from the PlayStation Store for a considerable amount of time. We don't want that. And I suppose that's the flip side. If you're now removing that barrier and you're going current gen only, PS5, Xbox Series X, PC only, uh, we would expect no issues like that to be cropping up. We would expect it to be launching in a pretty strong state. Less platforms to worry about. Digital Foundry only has to do one video. Uh, like it's, it's simple, it's easier. I think it's fine for most people, but absolutely... I can see how you'd be disappointed if you had not, or if you, this is one of the games you wanted to play. Say you love Witcher, you played Cyberpunk, you didn't really think you needed a new console yet. Too hard to get one. I can see why there would be a group potentially quite disappointed. Um, so like, because it's almost NHL season, Ben, I, I'm talking about hockey some more, but like EA has released a PS4 and a PS5 and an Xbox One and an Xbox Series version of NHL the last two years. They do it for FIFA same thing yeah. for 2K and NBA. I think there's something in that model because there's like the non-frostbite. No, they're both frostbite. Yes, it's sorry. Frostbite they're both frostbite, but like one is like, they're two different versions of the game. Like one has better lighting effects. One has all this extra stuff, all this physics. Yeah, that's fine. Well, yeah. And like it's, it, it's, it's different saves, but like in 23 now, like there's cross uh, platform play. So, like, you can be on the old version and play with the new version. It still works because it's, like, it looks better for the, the current gen, but, like, it's still gameplay and it's just, like, things. Um, so I'm down for that. I'm also down for, like, the Gotham Knights uh, thing of just being, like, 
nah, we're not doing last gen. Sorry. Like, it's this is proving too hard. We're not going to try to, like, compromise. We're just going to kill those versions. Sorry. See you later. Like, I think that the time for compromise has to stop. So yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I guess, so in, in, in conclusion, I'm okay with the Cyberpunk okay. thing because of the Gotham Knights scenario. I think absolutely we need to move beyond cross-gen and we should go to just current-gen pretty soon if we're not already there and maybe Gotham Knights is more games starting to do that. But I do think it's a bit different with something like Cyberpunk where the actual game is cross-gen and then you're getting reaching a point with updates and expansion and DLC or whatever where you're saying, you know what, we're not going to continue supporting the previous versions which aren't, they're not ancient, but they're not new, but they're not ancient. It's not like GTA 5 where they kind of said, you need to move your online character over now because we're shutting down the 360 PS3 version. Like that happened years later. Yeah. Um, and so I, I think there's, it's just a tricky time. We haven't really had this before. I think the, the cross-gen between like PS3, PS4 was only about a year, 18 months. And the PS3 version got all the content of every game that came out. And there was probably less DLC and expansion at the time. So it was, it was less of an issue and we just moved on at some point. So yeah. It's yeah, that we weird, like, really and everyone's sick of talking about it, but, like, obviously there was the pandemic, there's the supply chain issues that are, like, still ongoing from the pandemic, there's inflation that's, like, sort of related to the pandemic, and I don't know, I'm not an economist, like, there's just all these things that seem out of place and aren't always there that are just piling on top of each other, which is impacting video games and everything else, but, yeah, like, it's... I don't, there's not an easy fix, I guess, is is the other thing. No, there's no right or wrong. It's just a different thing that hasn't really come up. I think we're generally okay with Cyberpunk doing this, but it's it's unusual. Uh, and it's probably just a state of, of games at the moment, a cross-gen that's gone on longer than usual. And at some point, uh, especially because games last longer than usual, like how many, a couple of generations ago, games weren't getting updates and content two years later. Like it just didn't happen. So yeah, it's a different time. We probably need to accept it. And it's it probably is good news if you have a current-gen console. You're probably yeah. going to get a better product. Um, less ver- like, There's no doubt that having to deal with like four, five, six versions of a game and having different updates and different patches coming on is a problem. Like it's so, at least now, they still have to do four with two Xboxes, PlayStation 5, and PC, but four is better than double that. Yeah. And I think like with the Xbox, it's like it's more. I think the most of the processing is still the same. It's just like the, the output. Um, but still again, I'm not. I'm not Digital stuff. Foundry. I'm not going to pretend I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's close enough. Not a fact-based show. Uh, that's it, I think. Because this week yeah. we keep going long, dude. We're we gotta become that's less right, verbose. Uh, I don't know what's happening next week. I'm in Europe. I don't know if you're going to do a special like guest star or something or if we're just going to have a two-week hiatus but i guess you'll find out we'll let you know you'll find out i think we'll, we'll try and have a guest star but it depends on if i can actually find anyone who can you can you can never replace you steve but maybe someone can fill in for two weeks we'll see you could probably replace me and then ask me never to return um but that's another story uh don't unsubscribe because we'll be back at least in two weeks if we're not there for two weeks uh i'll tell you yeah. all about italy uh io uno Mangelabella. The man eats the apple. The boy (laughs) eats the apple. That's still all I know. Um, All you need. James May in Italy was great. Uh, Like you said, James May in Japan was better because less pandemic stuff. Uh, Anyway, I digress. How do we find you on the internet? 
I am Ben underscore Salter, and where do we find all your fancy actual travel overseas photos, which we haven't seen in a long time? Uh, S-Write-A-U. Uh, I will try not to be that annoying guy on holidays, but it's definitely going to happen. So uh, sorry in advance, I guess. Mm, perfect. All well, right. We will, we will see you listeners probably next week, but we'll find out and we'll see you, Steve, in a few weeks. No pressure.